This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. All right, here we go. Welcome back, beautiful people. This is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Daniel. And I really wanted to thank all of our listeners uh, for your support and listening in. Hopefully you're learning something. Thank you also for the emails and the requests because ultimately this is how we come up with our, uh, our, our topics. And, you know, we want you to be well-educated, well-informed from two board-certified plastic surgeons. Um, today we've got something, you know, it's a little fun. It's been in the news. Dr. Daniel Poor recently had an article. Uh, maybe you can talk about that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the, the big Barbie craze. So if you guys mm-hmm. seen the movie, I know that it's, it's killing, it's a blockbuster hit and it's really just, just crushing all the other movies, uh, with the sales that they're doing. And I heard it's actually really good. I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was approached by the Hollywood reporter and they did an article which actually says, the article was Barbie's success has top cosmetic doctors worried about new wave of unrealistic beauty standards. Yeah, this is really difficult plastic surgery, you know, with the whole wave of social media. We've talked about this before, the detriment that it's caused, you know, people coming in trying to look like someone else or a character or you know, you've seen some of the crazy cat lady, uh, human Ken doll, things like that. And so we're going to kind of uh, go over the new Barbie trend and, and kind of discuss this and weigh in and, and give you our thoughts. I mean, the idea behind this podcast, we delve into the latest te- trends and technologies and, and controversies in the world of beauty. And I think that this is definitely listed under that controversy. Um, so you know as you've said over the last couple of years has been this growing fascination with achieving a look uh, that's often referred to as the barbie aesthetic um and we said from social media influencers to celebrities many many uh, of our patients are looking uh or seeking plastic surgery and cosmetic procedures to do just that and um you know what are the implications of such a desire you know what, what makes it very hard for us and I'm talking about just you and I, or anyone that's listening that has a little girl. Um, Dr. Mm-hmm. Leakey and I both have little daughters, yeah. and um, and Barbies are intended to be played with with young girls, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, or guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and here's the issue. When you start really kind of getting this, this Barbie aesthetic at such a young age, I think it skews the fact that we are all very different. We are all come from different places in the world and we all look different. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to all ever look the same. And to make people, to, to try to make people look like a Barbie figure, which is a doll, um, is very unrealistic. Now, you know, listen, I think the, the interesting part, we all understand that toys are made 
for an, uh, with aesthetics because it makes the child want to play with them. And what's better than a child playing with their toy that, you know, it boosts sales and that becomes the toy of the year, right? So it has to look good, feel good, do something, uh, make the right noises. And but maybe what we'll do is we'll, we'll kind of define what the Barbie aesthetic actually entails. Sure. Okay. So even the original Barbie, now there are so many different types with skin colors and ethnicities and things like that, but they all kind of have a very similar, um, you know, similar characteristics. And so it's usually characterized by features that are small nose, full lips, prominent brow bone, large and round eyes, you know, a slim and curvy figure and flawless poreless skin. And the goal is to achieve a look that's youthful, symmetrical, and otherwise otherworldly, right? Because we all know in plastic surgery, we're all asymmetric. Absolutely. You know, I love rolling out the Vectra, the 3D image, and there is a, one of the components is where you split the face down the middle and you replicate two lefts and two rights. And we can see that if you look at your face, a carbon copy of two lefts and a carbon copy of two rights that we look like three different people. And that is normal. And, and, and a slightly strange too sometimes when you do that. Definitely. You know? And the idea is, uh, you know, most of us can't see those asymmetries, right? Because when we look at one another, our brains naturally takes the better half and replicate it. That replicates it. That's mm -hmm. why the common phrase, they look better in person. Absolutely. And some people uh, don't realize that they have these asymmetries until we actually show it to them. So, you know, we've seen celebrities like Kylie Jenner and influencers like Rodrigo Alves, also known as the human Ken doll, openly discussing their cosmetic procedures to achieve this look. But is this just a passing fad, do you think? Or is this here to stay? You know, just like everything in, in fashion, and cosmetic surgery, mm -hmm. there's this ebb and flow. There's there things become very fashionable, and then they go away. I mean, think about it. Skinny jeans, for example. I'm just throwing this out. <laughs> Everyone's been wearing skinny jeans. Now everything's becoming super baggy again, like in in the '80s, mm -hmm. where the rappers would wear those big baggy yeah, jeans. So, yeah. so I do think that there is a people. There are trends, and we follow these trends. Now, interestingly enough, the trend of looking like Barbie didn't really come into effect until the last five or 10 years mm -hmm. where plastic surgeons started doing things like, like really trying to make somebody look like somebody else. And, and I think that's, again, in my opinion, I think that's sometimes the fault of the practitioner. That's a fault of this plastic surgeon. I think you could make somebody, and again, I love the way you kind of go about it with the patients. I'm going to give you the best result to make you the best person that you are. Mm. I can't make you look like someone else. But it's happening, and it's happening a lot. And the, and the bad thing about it is, like I started this out with, it's our daughters that are super young that are playing with these dolls. And then as they get older, you don't want them to have that that inclination to be like, oh, daddy, I want to look just like this doll. Yeah. And imagine if your daughter comes to you at 19 and says, I want fuller lips, bigger eyes, bigger bust, narrower waist. And you'd be like, oh, my God, she's 18 years old. What am I going to do here? Yeah. That's what yeah, this becomes extremely tough for a plastic surgeon having a daughter. I mean, I, you know, I wrote that book, uh, mm -hmm. Nobody is the Same, to try to uh, circumvent that issue. And I think, uh, you know, it's just something that has to be instilled in our young. But when we look at, I think, you know, we've defined what the Barbie trend is, you know, the aesthetic. Right. But, but I think that there's a psychology behind it. 
you know, it, I think it's much deeper than that. And so I think it's important to explore kind of the concept of beauty standards uh, and their evolution over time. I mean, throughout history, ideals of beauty have shifted dramatically. And that's what you're saying. These trends that we see, you know, the scoop noses in the 80s and 90s. Now that looks awful to us. Um, you I know, think about the brows. The, think about how brows used mm-hmm. to be. It used to be in vogue to make them very thin. Now, you go microblade and make them even thicker. Yeah. So these trends keep going in and out. And the interesting, or even big breasts. When we first started, we were interviewed by Entertainment Tonight, maybe about two years into our practice, and we were talking about the trend to downsize because that Pam Anderson look wasn't out there anymore. Yep. And I think you could probably even see that if you look at Barbie dolls from the 50s you know, till now and how much they've changed. They've got bigger breasts, smaller breasts, Bigger waist, smaller waist. Now they have plus size Barbies and everything else yeah. because it's you can't just have that one aesthetic kind of perfection. Yep, you're right. And 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 listen, I understand. In 1959, when they came up with the first uh, two sets of Barbie dolls, they ultimately, you know, it was a doll. There was nothing behind it other than it looked like you know, the quote unquote perfect image of a female. And so, of course, everybody, you know, there's negative connotations in saying that we're all trying to aspire to achieve to look exactly like this person. I think that the psychology behind it runs a little deeper. And is it that we are now, uh, you know, trying to achieve these filtered images on social media? the other thought is that maybe there's a, a little bit of nostalgia, almost as if we are longing for a simpler, more carefree time in life. And the doll represents an image uh, of perfection, a world filled with uncertainties and, and challenges. Uh, but some individuals may uh, you know, seek a way to regain a sense of control and perfection through altering their appearance. And so that's why you know now... Uh, the more we see on social media, people come to us and say, look, I want to look like this person. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Yes, and I think, and, and it's very difficult because me and you both know, you know, some, some surgeons will, will overpromise and, and, and tell people that they can make them look like other people. We're not, again, we're not here to do that. We're just here to give you the best version of yourself, however that may be. Now, um, you know, it's interesting what you, what you bring up with social media. It just makes things even more complicated because mm-hmm. you go from a doll to then becoming in your teens and having the ability to take a filter and change the way you look. 
um, and make yourself look like a Barbie. Yeah. And then you see that, and then it gives you that perception of, oh my God, look how much better I look. Yeah. You know, listen, you know how I feel about social media. I think, you know, I use it so the rest of my family uh, who lives in other states can see what's happening with the family and things like that. And uh, obviously, you want to show off achievements and and things like that. I I, I totally get it. But... Social media plays such a negative role in fueling the Barbie trend. And, uh, you know, when we look at these surgically enhanced looks through these filters, you know, where they make the eyes bigger and the nose smaller and the lips bigger, um, you know, it's essential to question the authenticity of the images, first of all. And are they truly representative of the individual's happiness and self-esteem? You know, or do they perpetuate this cycle of depression and wanting, longing to be someone else. And so I think, you know, social media has become, uh, you know, again, every single one of us uses it. We're addicted to it. We look at it all day long. But I have a feeling that, uh, you know, it's spiraling out of control. But, you know, the interesting part about the the Barbie trend and 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 the fact that this movie's really really taken off. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a very high score on Rotten Tomatoes. Everyone I've talked to said it's really good, and the reason for it is the message. The message is really what's important. It's talking about inclusivity and female empowerment, which and that you don't have to be perfect. Exactly, which is you interesting because it's completely yeah. It's it's it's, it's a debunking right. It's, it's debunking the traditional. Th- a thought process behind the Barbie. Totally. So and weirdly contraindicating everything that we're saying and like mm-hmm. it's it's very hypocritical because if you watch the movie and you feel empowered and you feel like this female empowerment and inclusivity and, and how the world's changing in such a great way and giving, you know, women the ability to be the biggest bosses of all um, and other countries are even giving, <laughs> opening up, you know, certain rights for females, which is amazing, Right. But then at the same time, people look at that and then they miss the message and just go after the aesthetics of it. Yeah, it's always happened, right? Yeah, listen, that, that brings up the ethical considerations of the Barbie trend. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the entire, as with any trend involving cosmetic procedures, you know, there are ethical considerations that can't be ignored. And the pursuit of the Barbie aesthetic uh, raises questions about the line between self-improvement and self-obsession. And, um, you know, I think as well as the potential impact on uh, our mental health. And so body dysmorphic disorder, something that we see, uh, uh, you know, regularly in plastic surgery and the pressure to undergo constant modifications to improve yourself, you know, should be taken very seriously. I mean, these are things that, um, you know, again, I think there are good messages coming out of the movie. I just hope that uh, people don't take the the wrong images and and distort that view, their views. Very true. And I and I think that with anything in life, you can take the positive and you can take the negative, and and you can look at the aesthetics of Barbie. And if you are a teenager or even somebody you know in their twenties or thirties and say, I want to look like, well, you can take, you know. Look at her. She's got flawless skin. So go after that. Try to try to emulate that. Try to emulate other things. You can't necessarily take your nose, or you can actually, if you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you, but you <laughs> can't change your whole appearance and look like someone else. It's just better to look at the things that she has and improve those those things. And and again, it, it's it's a lot easier to preach it than actually do it because a lot of people look at this and and they say, hey, I want to look like 
Margot Robbie. Well, yeah. <laughs> listen, I wish everybody looked like Margot Robbie. She's gorgeous. <laughs> but it's not it's not realistic. That's the beauty of, of the world. Everyone does look different. And Barbie's great. And I think even the, the manufacturers, even Mattel over the years, realize that they can't keep making this perfect aesthetic. And they have to make different dolls so all the kids could relate in a sense. Yeah, I mean, listen, my personal opinion, I believe there's a beauty in all uniqueness, and that's interesting. There are some individuals that have a unique look. It doesn't necessarily have to look like Barbie. And if you look at a lot of the, even some of the supermodels, I mean, there's something that's eye-catching. You know, granted, there are some that are beautiful, and they do look like Barbie. Uh, or the Barbie aesthetic, but um, you know, I think there's a beauty in everyone's separate uniqueness, and that's where you know. Otherwise, uh, you know, I think the world becomes a very boring place. And so, what we have to do is now look ahead. So, say, you know, even on our platform with the tools that we have been given, what should we be looking out for? You know, where does this lead us in the future? And as technology advances, so does the ability to alter our appearance. And so. You know, you do you see a growing acceptance of diverse beauty standards, um, or are we pigeonholed into the Barbie aesthetic? And the other thing, is, you know, it's crucial we continue to have open discussions about the implications, you know, of such trends and motivations behind them. I think what we need is to look at why we're trying to achieve a particular look. Why? What? Where's the hole that we're, you know, we're trying to fill, um, and. I think this is really going to relate to mental health and, and the happy you are with yourself. You know, I've met some of the most amazing people that arguably may not be, you know, supermodels, but they have such a great outlook on life because they are confident and they're not trying to patch a hole that's, you know, continuously missing something. And more often than not, those people have uh, really secured their mental health. They meditate, they uh, you know, they're in community, they're part of something, whether it's a religion or, uh, you know, a particular community. And I think that that's what we need to look forward to um, in order to avoid disaster. You know, it's interesting you say that, though. Growing up, and again, I think it's different from, from a male perspective than a female perspective, but growing up, um, you looked at certain actors, actresses, you know, actors or, or, or any type of celebrity, you're like, wow, you know, I want to be like him, but you didn't necessarily like, maybe you did the, your hairstyle, like mm-hmm. Tom Cruise and Top Gun yeah, or something yeah. like that. Right. Um, but it was never, you never, there was never that, 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 that push to be exactly like that. Now, again, we're different because as, as, yeah. as, as boys, we didn't necessarily do our hair. We didn't care. We were dirty all the time. We were playing. It was a very different way of, of growing up. So I don't necessarily, I wasn't in, put into that position to tell you. Um, I didn't, you know, we didn't sit around and braid f- other friends' hairs yeah. because that's not what we did. We went outside yeah. and threw the ball. Yeah. So it was a little bit different. So I can't necessarily pass as much judgment, but I did have a sister. And as much as my sister um, was into looking pretty and, and getting her hair, there was never a sense of like, oh, I want to look like this doll. Yeah. Because these filters, like you bring it up, these filters and social media and all this, it makes you feel like there is this unrealistic expectation that you have to be a certain way. Um, and as someone that's very young, it can actually really help kind of hurt their mental health so if you're in the good place and if your parents in my opinion you just have to continually preach that 
your kid needs to be the best version of themselves and mm-hmm. not somebody else. Or you don't want to change the way they look. You want to make them, you know, and it's hard. I, I'm, I'm new at this because I've got a little baby and I think it's going to be hard as she gets older because of where we live, your fing- yeah. what you do, you know, again. And everything's at your fingertips, right? Yeah, we're behind the eight ball and our technology continues to improve. Our skills continue to improve and we can do some of these things. You know, that show, The Swan, mm-hmm. you know, from what was it, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, um, you know, it was a bunch of cosmetic surgeons or plastic surgeons with cosmetic dentistry, um, you know, that really transformed someone into something else. And the show ended up being a disaster. I mean, it really, it was, uh, you know, again, they took it off the TV, be, uh, off the networks because it just turned out to be a disaster. And, um, I, I just think it was pushing the wrong message. And, you know, my thought is, you know, remember, no matter what you choose, you're always deserving of loving acceptance, just as you are. And that's, you know, again, it, it sounds hypocritical for a plastic surgeon to say that. But I, again, I always go along with the idea that plastic surgery is a tool that's used to, you know, sharpen an instrument. It's not to create a new one. And so I think, um, you know, we want to be the best versions of ourselves, not someone else. And so uh, that's the only thing I can uh, at least impart upon all the the listeners. And, you know, if you have any uh, thoughts on the Barbie trend or, or suggestions for any future podcasts, obviously, listen, reach out to us. This is we love this stuff. The questions uh, that that you provide offer us an insight into you know, what you're thinking and what you want answers to. So, you know, I, I, I hope that this Barbie trend, uh, that people really get the good message from the movie. That is, you don't have to be perfect. And that uh, it, the women empowerment movement is a great thing. Diversity is always important. Um, and you don't have to be someone else. So um, anything else you I, want I to add? I honestly can't. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie only because I really like Margot Robbie. Um, <laughs> no, but, but, but I really am because I, I heard it was really good. And I, and I heard that it, it had a really nice message to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny because even though the message, I get a phone call from Hollywood Reporter to ask me about what we've seen. And we've seen the opposite. We've seen people that come in and, and want themselves to look like Barbie. Um, and sometimes, uh, you know, remember, plastic surgery has its... Uh, downsides too it has complications it has life lifelong uh, uh, chasing after that perfection which i think once you start sometimes it can be an issue so yeah, yeah. Sometimes, you can't, sometimes you can't go backwards so you know the idea is if you're making a decision to, to change you want to do it for the right reasons and um, obviously choose the right uh, surgeon so absolutely um listen thank you so much for spending your time with us hopefully you've learned something today and uh again we want you to take the positives out of this this is that again everyone is, is deserving of love and acceptance just as you are uh, you know, I, and I, I'll go back to saying it. I think that plastic surgery is used to sharpen a tool, not to create a new one. And so uh, thank you so much for spending your time. Keep the questions coming. Hopefully you learned a little something today. Uh, once again, this is Forever Young. I'm Dr. John Lakey. And I'm Dr. Payman Daniel Poor. Thank you for listening. You can follow Forever Young on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast. Feel free to leave a message or comment and share with your friends. And don't forget to check out our TikTok, YouTube, 
and Instagram for more content. Peace. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.